So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Hey, thanks for checking out this podcast from Sports Kita Wrestling. Check out the rest of our audio offerings, including episodes of Legion of Raw with Vince Russo every Monday night into Tuesday, Smack Talk with Dutch Mantel every Friday into Saturday, and content nearly six days a week, including pay-per-view post shows. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on the podcast app of your choice. Also, check out all these shows in our video versions on YouTube and Facebook Watch. And we are here. We are live. It's another Friday night, a little after 10.05 Eastern Standard Time. Rick Uccino, the wrestling legend himself, Dutch Mantel, and the S to the P to the 1, 2, 3, said Polar the third here as well. And, yes, we will have a special guest uh, tonight. Uh, we are waiting for his arrival, and when he gets here, uh, we will introduce him properly and bring him on into the show. Guys, we made it. Everybody who's in the chat, we made it. Thunderdome era a SmackDown is done. Done. D-U-N. Done. We ain't got no more. We're live crowds next week. Obviously, a lot went down on this show. A lot of changes, a lot of necessary changes, a lot of positive changes. And it all had to do with the uh, the big news that uh, broke today, the big unfortunate news uh, that broke today, which uh, broke a lot of hearts, uh, both uh, wrestling fans and people in the back of light. Bailey, the MVP of the pandemic era. I don't think and you fight me on that. If anybody wants to fight me on that, I will fight you. The MVP of the pandemic era injures her knee, freak accident reportedly in a training incident at the at the PC this week. Done for nine months. Apparently, uh, we a torn ACL, so it could be longer than nine months. Which means after she, after she missed WrestleMania this year. She very likely couldn't miss WrestleMania next year. Oh, Rick, this is terrible. Rick, Rick, why you got to be so aggressive? He won't, he's not, he started off the show by wanting to fight a bunch of people. <laughs> That's Rick for uh, you. Uh, hell, I ain't want to fight him now. Good thing you're a long way away from me, Rick. We, me, and, me and you to lock up, buddy. Right oh, uh, we, we can do that. We, we can do the nice uh, collar elbow tie up. We can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what do you think of the show, guys? We've got a lot to talk about today. Yes, yes, absolutely we do. Um, you know, it was kind of a gut punch starting it off there, uh, Sid, with uh, with Bailey. A lot of things uh, had to change now. I mean, what do you think of the direction overall that they went? Um, I am in on the fence about it. I like the fact that they addressed the issue with the SmackDown roster, which was where are all the women so they influxed it with a whole bunch of ladies between, you know, Zelina Vega last week and the ladies that they added to the roster this week. I think they improved the women's division on the SmackDown roster. But yeah. I, 
I think that Bailey's loss is going to be huge for them. She's been the MVP of the pandemic. She's proven herself to be one of the best women's wrestlers in the world. So I'm sad to see her, you know, out of action, torn ACL, it seems, out for nine months. So maybe. I'm hoping, yeah, may, maybe maybe even more than that because of the, the injury that she has. She still has to get her surgery, which probably won't be able to happen for another month. And then you're going nine months from, from August at that point. So it, it just makes me shake my head even more that they didn't give her a match at this yeah. year's WrestleMania. Cause it's like, she's going to miss the next WrestleMania more than likely. Why didn't you just give her a match at this WrestleMania? I'm going to digress about that, but you know, I just hope she has a speedy recovery. Well, it may be a blessing in disguise. I hate to say that when somebody gets hurt, but, there is a silver lining in this somewhat. That Tory Storm girl, they debuted tonight or run the little video. Yeah, Tony's coming coming soon to SmackDown. Yeah. She where is she from? Give me the rundown on her. She's from New Zealand. New Zealand. Thank, thank you. I, I I knew it wasn't Australia. I <laughs> I knew it wasn't Australia. I know you don't want to get those two confused. I was like, wait a minute. Which one is it from? Yeah. Uh, she's from New Zealand. She's very young. She's 24, 24 years, years old, 24 years old. Same. Uh, she has based her and Rhea Ripley are Batman and Joker. They have been following each other everywhere throughout their independent careers and up through uh, NXT UK and NXT. Now they're both going to be on the main roster on separate brands, at least uh, until the draft comes along. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, but she is a uh, former NXT uh, UK Women's Champion. She is an incredibly talented. I don't think they've quite utilized her correctly on NXT, yeah. but I think she's going to come in and, and make a major impact on uh, on SmackDown. Because, well, she, mostly because they have to. Well, she, she, has looked, to. she looked great in that little clip they ran of her. I mean, it was, what, it was only like 15 seconds, right? 20 seconds? Yeah. yeah. But you immediately, she, they made her look like a star, which is their job. Right. And she looked really, really good. Guys, before we go any farther, we had a, a, a good friend of mine pass away this week. Oh, uh, the Dale Wilkes, a good friend of mine, and the Patriot. And uh, I would just like to send condolences to his family and his friends. He was a really, really good guy. Very A great athlete, too. A great athlete. Yeah, so, absolutely. It's... Uh... It's been a it's been a week of uh, bad news, and that one uh, definitely uh, takes the cake for sure. Bad news um, for bad news for Bailey. What did she do? Was it her knee? I heard it was her. She pointed. She had her knee. Yeah. Her. So yeah. she was. The report is is that she was doing um, just chain wrestling, just a train wrestling, a chain wrestling, uh, you know, drill at the at the PC and freak accident. Don't know what that freak accident was. Doesn't know. Don't know who she was in there with. But I mean. Dutch, you know this. You yeah. know the, these these things happen. I I saw a girl one time snap her ankle doing uh uh you know fast bumps. She just got her foot caught in a mat, and snapped it in three places. It's just freak things happen. Sometimes you know what happens, and it and it absolutely sucks. So uh, we, uh yeah, we do wish uh, Bailey the uh, the absolute best. But we do have a lot of people in the chat right now who are wondering where our special guest is. Yeah, where is he? They want it. Well, he he's uh, he's he's waiting. He's waiting for us now. He is in here. He is ready to go. He was the man who once led the prototype right up to Mark Cuban. If you don't know who the prototype is? Google it for you uh, for you younger folks. He is the king. He is the king. Kenny, how are we doing, good sir? Welcome to SmackDown. I have never 
been treated more rudely than I've been treated tonight. You got a big star that Dutch Mantel persuaded to come onto this show. I've been setting, you sent me two joint. Go ahead. Go ahead. You you begged me to come up. All right. So, so maybe it went that way. So, um, I'm back, I'm backstage at some show that ended an hour and 43 minutes ago. I got two join links. So he, he writes me from his own account. Where are you? We, we started the show. So I come here, I get in here about a minute into the show and I'm sitting here for seven and a half minutes with my dominant fan base, overwhelming your chat room. And I'm sitting here like a stump on a log somewhere. And I know my buddy Dutch is waiting for me to get in here to, to cast my two cents worth. And here I'm the, one of the biggest fans of 700 WLW radio. It ever was. I go back to Bill Cunningham. I go back to, uh, uh, the McConnell guy. What's his name? What's his, what, uh, Mike, Mike, McConnell. Mike McConnell? He's now the morning. Gary, guy. Gary Burbank. Are any of those guys still there? It's been a uh, long McC- time. McConnell took over for Jim Scott. McConnell's in the morning. Jim now. Scott. Yeah, absolutely. Remember Jim Scott? Absolutely. In all honesty, it's an honor to be here. I love my friend Dutch. Dutch and I have never done a podcast together. And uh, I uh, agreed to do a home and home. I want to come here and do your all show. I'd love for you to three of you. Uh, now, I don't know the young man to the right. And I need to learn more about him, but we, we, we're going to have to get you on our show sometime and see what uh, your fan base can do for my show. I, I see nothing but my fans in here. It's just unbelievable. Oh, they, they are here. They are here to bow down uh, to the king, and we're not talking about Corbin. I saw one of those jackasses, DJ Eric, donated $5 on your show tonight, and I didn't, I didn't get a nickel out of him tonight, so I'm already not happy about that. Yeah, you got to drop that there super chat. Yeah, uh, DJ yeah. Eric. Dutch, you planning to come back to the Kentuckiana area again? Well, when they withdraw that warrant they have on me. I'm <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Sheriff Wydat's in here tonight. Uh, Wydat 68. He's a local sheriff here. I'll see if I can pull some strings. He brings right. dog food to my porch and donations for my Filipino fundraisers. I got some stroke with the sheriff. We'll get something go. done. I get you it, might have to you. serve 90 days, though, because you've done a lot of stuff in Kentucky. Well, I have. Yeah. I think the statute. I mean, who of- hasn't really, honestly? Who hasn't done a lot in Kentucky? Dutch is playing the statute of limitations card. We'll have to it see how that plays out in court. A long time ago. It was Kennedy, a long time ago. Did you watch the show? <sighs> what? You you seem disappointed in uh, how the show shook out tonight. Well, number one, Roman Reigns is probably one of the better promos they have right now, in my opinion. I mean, I, I don't even know where Dutch and I agree or disagree on a lot of this stuff. Roman Reigns is, is pretty much the man these days. I mean, he's, he's a hell of a promo. Yes. But boy, tonight, Dutch, uh, I wasn't, I don't know if cutting promo in front of monitors has got to be hard. Uh, but then again, we cut promos in studios all the time where there's the cameraman, the guy holding the microphone. You still got to deliver. And I did not think Roman delivered tonight, even though nine times out of 10 he does, maybe 99 times out of 100. What did you think about tonight's opening promo? Who are you asking? I'm asking Dutch Mantel. Well, I the only other guy in here that's been in the wrestling business that I know of. I think it was adequate, and it uh, it got the job done. It may not have been one of his greatest interviews, but hey, he can only he can only give what they he give. Do him. so much, yeah. So I, 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 I thought it I thought it was okay. Okay, but all right. The, the, but I expect story. more than okay out of Roman Reigns promos. That 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 that's my my thing. And I, maybe I, that and that and maybe that's part of it is he set the bar so high that he has he, set it high. When he, he does do a, just an okay promo, it doesn't feel it, it feels worse than what an okay promo would be. Even though you know he pro- probably had the second best promo of the night. Sid, what about your uh, your what about you? 
I agree with uh, Kenny. I felt like Jay Uso was the best promo in that whole opening segment. He, he delivered. Just, he, he delivered. came out with more energy than everybody else. He uh-huh. kind of cut a a semi shoot, telling his brother, you know, well, let's get back that to work after uh, after his incident this week with the DUI. It was kind of strange seeing Jimmy Uso so heavily featured because uh-huh. of what happened this week as well. I but- was I was personally shocked. Yeah, I thought after four of these things that you got to make stunned. a stand. Yeah, that's that's was, both of us. I was stunned. I was, especially the young. way uh, my son, uh, the prince, he suggested that they drag him in the ring, have Roman shoot on him, beat the crap out of him, put him out for about six months, get I, him I in rehab, I, and see if he learned his lesson. And I thought that's where they were going with it. I thought they were going to hug. I said, "Here it comes, before. guys." When I yes. saw the group hug, I said, "Here it comes," and then it's it's over. I'm going, what the hell? All night, all night Everybody long. Everybody go out and get drunk and drive. Hell, what the hell? Dutch, all night, I'm back. waiting. I'm waiting for somebody to kick Jimmy Uso's ass. All yes. night long, I'm waiting. And Me finally, and it, it's Edge at the end of the night because they ended the show five minutes early, and he's just slapping holds on people to kill time. And they're like, well, all right, Jay's been in this hold long enough. Let's put it on Jimmy, too, while we're at it. <laughs> so do you I think, was blown away. Do you think the girls was a last edition, a last-minute edition? Yeah, it felt uh, like it. It felt like it. it, it the uh, now it, the girl with the green hair I'd never seen before. I was having to ask in my chat room because I'm going to be honest with you. I, as a rule, do not watch SmackDown. I uh, I tune in to see Shinsuke Nakamura, Asuka, Karee Sane when she was there. Uh, Christopher got me watching Roman Reigns because they said that he's the the, the whole deal right now. Which, which after seeing it, I agree with it. But as a rule, I don't sit down and watch the whole product. So I was wondering who the girl with the green hair was and and, and who some people were. And um, it, it seems to be some potential there. But, you know, it's hard to judge them after, uh, off one appearance. Uh, Shotzi Blackheart, if you like chaos, uh, she's your girl. Because she, okay. she will throw caution to the wind and she will just sacrifice her body. She is insane with what she'll do uh in the wrestling ring and i'm not necessarily from an athletic standpoint but just like she doesn't give a damn about herself like she will mm-hmm. the, sid you know those dives she takes man she's oh, literally yeah. told me before like i want people to think i'm gonna die in my matches that's the that's what that's the angle that, that, she that that's cool but when you're on a wwe roster and you're coming up soon you're gonna have to be working five six nights a week um you you screw your uh people up when you can't work programs anymore and if you're taking all those high-risk maneuvers and you're in the middle of a program let's say it's bailey or who the hell ever uh sasha banks oh by the way where has sasha banks been uh people in my chat room were saying sasha hasn't been around for a while what's up they're holding her off until we get fans back most likely she'll be back on the not next week smackdown but the following week to set up something drink good mountain dew if you're going to be drinking mountain dew there's 170 calories in this the pineapple I, I, I don't drink my calories by rule, so I got to Well, go. I try not to, but this is so damn good. I mix this half and half <laughs> with Coke Zero. So this is Coke Zero and Baja, 80 calories after I get done with it. Some oh, good my shit. God. Now, now what's the language about... like on this show? Dutch told me I couldn't be myself. He says, no, y'all actually can't... have rules and regulations over here. You can't, uh, you can't curse. I mean, here's the thing. You technically don't work for us, so... You like know, that? You... Technically. If you if you let one slot, try not to. It is a so, so F F bombs are probably totally out because I, I was counted to dropping twenty of them in five minutes on my show <laughs> last week. So I, I won't I won't do the twenty F bomb drop on you. I won't do that. 
Uh, no, but it's spam in hell. It's okay. You don't work. Yeah, you don't. You're our. You're our Okay. So just just make yourself at home. But just yeah, try try to. So there's no reigns on me. Not even Roman reigns. Uh, that that is correct. Uh, we are gonna reset here. Uh, guys, get your comments in. Get your questions in. We're gonna do story time with Dutch coming up later. Obviously, if you have questions for Kenny as well, uh, make sure to get those in. I'm here. Let's reset. We'll go up to the top of the show just real quick. Paul put in a comment that I want to make sure I get to before I forget. He said, "Why didn't they use Shotzi and Knox's full names?" Until I see something official, I just think uh, Shotzi and Knox is their tag team name because Michael Cole still said both of their full names. So I'm not panicking yet that this was Vince McMahon stealing names again. Michael I think it's Cole, amazing. I think it's amazing that Marge Shot's dog got a job. I'm thrilled with it. I love this guy. Cincinnati references on a show. And for there will be plenty of them me. tonight. From plenty of them tonight. Other than me. This That's what good. made me watch your show for the first time. I saw you wearing the Reds jersey. And I was like, and Dutch Mantel? Well, I can't miss this show. So I watched the whole thing. All right. So let's uh, <laughs> let's reboot back to the top of the show. And we'll go all the way down as we, uh, we usually do. Uh, Jimmy Uso kicks off. He is on TV, which was a bit of a shock for me after the news that came out this week. Shock for me. I was expecting him to shock not be Dutch. on the show or at least... Again, wind up getting his ass kicked at some point and, and written off TV, but that doesn't look like it's it, it's happening. As a matter of fact, it looks like they're getting pushed right back into a tag team title. Drink all you want. Drive where you want. We don't it's, care. Go right ahead. Did. This is exactly what happened the last time yep. this happened. They Man. won the tag team titles like the next night. Man, that's <laughs> wicked. So I mean, not to bring up my old buddy Jim Cornette, but that crap uh, well, wouldn't have happened well, even well, on his watch. You can't say anything about him. <laughs> Because he's your old buddy from a long time. My old ago. buddy. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll throw in former buddy along so are with you that. Saying that you're, you, don't, you don't talk to him anymore? I uh, do. No, no. Not in four years. Over four years. That's a whole podcast in itself. That is. I'm willing to come back. I was going to say, we only have uh, an hour uh, show. We, we got as long as I say we got. I don't do one hour podcast. Exactly. I'm here for about four or five hours. I'm here till three in the morning. Oh, there so you go. You're like Kentucky basketball. The pro, the pre and post game show is longer than the damn game. Don't you uh, ever compare me to Kentucky basketball? I'm a U of L fan. <laughs> same thing. It's the same thing. Trust me. <laughs> you I, could I, be I, right. Big I, big pre game shows. Big pre games. Holy crap! Anywho, so uh, Jimmy Uso comes down. He's back on TV. He's got a little exchange with Paul Heyman, which again makes you feel like. Something's yeah. coming for yeah. Jimmy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it never comes. Jimmy comes or uh, Roman comes down to the ring. Thank God it's the last night of piped-in crowd noise. Uh, I'll say that much. <laughs> I was hoping so. Holy my God. God. That was so bad. And he's standing there letting the piped-in music – or I'm sorry, the yeah, piped-in crowd know. noise determine when he's going to start his promo. I'm like – All right. All right I, we're I, all idiots. I'm going to be so idiots. happy for live fans next week, at least until I get the first what or CM Punk chant. Uh, that's but happen in minutes. In minutes, yes. In minutes. So Roman tells Jimmy he missed last week because he went to go get the job done that Jimmy couldn't. Here comes Jay once again. I'm expecting a, a double team beat down here, and we get we get group hug central. Yeah, and it's like, yep. we're all good. We need we need to do this together. We we need to do it my way, but we need to do it together, and we will reign supreme over all of SmackDown. Sid, this was not the direction I thought they were going at Dutch, all. Dutch, being as I don't work here, allow me to ask this question: Who wrote this shit? <laughs> Bruce. Well, they, it was well, Bruce. They, well, they called me. That's one. <laughs> I was throwing just little clues here and there, and yeah. Oh, I don't know, but I I, I'd li I like to be I, I like the way it went because you didn't expect it. 
I did yeah, not expect it. You expected it, and then all of a sudden you got that, and you go, whoa, this is a change. This is different. Scooby-Doo, so, ladies and gentlemen, Scooby-Doo. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know where they're going to go, but now instead of rewriting the thing, they can more or less stay on course with it. Right. Yeah. And if he, if he goes And, away, and he, he, lear- goes and he learns nothing. He learns nothing. I, I just would have not done the last couple of weeks where Jimmy was doing Roman's bidding. I would have had Jimmy like go against Roman the last couple of weeks, and then it would this would have paid off the whole buildup a little bit more. Having Jimmy go from I'm nobody's bitch to becoming Roman's bitch um, didn't really make he sense. Said, no bitch. He, he said bitch. He said bitch. He said it first. Jim, Jimmy said no. it first. I'm it, it, bitch is fine. Bitch is fine. I, I'm referring to subject matter on the There television. you go. Fair enough. Fair now, enough. See, and th- part of me thinks that this is Jimmy's punishment. This seemed like a rewrite to me because Jimmy was going to be the focus. I think Jimmy was going to get that, that Jay Uso treatment. And maybe this is them saying, okay, the storyline's too hot. We got to continue it. But Jimmy, you're going to just fall back to number three here. You're not going to get your big moment. We're not going to do a match with Jay or a match with Roman or any of that stuff. You went from being nobody's bitch to being a bitch. That's that's what your punishment is. You're just going to be one half of the Usos, and Jay's going to go back to being the right-hand man, and that's it. Maybe that was do, it. Do you think that's- he was surprised that he was on as much as he was on? Do you think he came expecting, uh, I ain't getting nothing? I think he thought that he wouldn't even come. Yeah. yeah. That would have been my guess. I wouldn't have let him in the building. Not after not after four of them and two or three of them recently. I mean, you got to learn somewhere. I mean, my God. And in this day and age, you know and in Florida, do? the days of Uber, Lyft, all these yeah, but, can get a ride. I'm pretty sure he can afford it. Yeah. And he's and they're doing and they're not traveling the road. They're not doing house. Somebody will give him a damn ride. Yeah, not yeah. Why does he have to? Gra- and I and I guarantee you, me and Dutch are about as strong against drunk driving as any two people you'll yeah. ever have on this show. And I'm I'm personally not happy about it. I mean, they're just giving him a pass, and I'm not happy about it. I think there's a lot of people backstage that aren't happy about it. Dutch. Well, personally, I'd I'd had him show up in a yellow, uh, orange and black outfit, stripes, mm-hmm. and handcuffs on. That's there you go. That'd be and a good then, idea. And just did the same thing. That would have really confused people. I, he, I, he, he, he just he got lucky done. that something horrible didn't happen. Oh, yeah, yeah he is. Uh, he several is. times now. Several times now. Several. He, he ran a red light when he got pulled over, according to the police report this time. Oh, That's good Lord. I, say, I didn't even know that. Do you know, what, even you, do you know what he read on the on the meter? Uh, it was uh, 0.205. How much? 0.205, which yeah. is two and a half times the legal That's, that limit. That sounds high. I, I don't know the legal limit, but that sounds high to me. Uh, yeah. 0.08. 0.08 is the legal limit, so he was almost three times that. Mm-hmm. Well, Kenny... Zero point zero eight is considered okay. Correct, that, then that's definitely and high. He was, he was point two five or two three. He was so three yeah, he's times, three times three, over the limit. Three yeah, times the limit. Good and lord! I am glad that nothing happened. He didn't. Yes, especially didn't running that red light. That could have been a disaster right there. Oh, and yeah. and, it, and you know what? And, and clearly, he he needs help with this. This is something that's been going on for a while. So clearly, that's he, what my son said. My son worked in rehab for many years uh, as a counselor, and he says, "Man, get him off the show and get him some help." So, you know, because he's obviously not learning this way. But you're getting ready to go out on the road, so maybe the best thing is is to keep him close with his family. I don't know. Maybe you keep him on the road, but take him off TV. I I don't know. I tell him, if, tell him if he touches a steering wheel again, he's done. Maybe maybe that. You touch a steering wheel, drunk or sober, you're done. 
Yeah, I'm just glad he's okay. Yeah, and he and he didn't and hurt, others and, he didn't hurt, and others yes, and he didn't hurt anybody. Yeah. So it it was interesting is not the word I want to use, but I wanted to see what they were going to do tonight. This is definitely not the direction uh, I thought they were going to go. The direction right. I did think they were going to go with these two Money in the Bank men's qualifying matches is exactly how it shook down. The first one uh, didn't live up to Sid's standards, but I did think Baron Corbin and Shinsuke Nakamura put on a pretty good matchup tonight. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura qualifies uh, as Baron Corbin's uh, down on his luck uh, continues to go here. Now they took his damn music. Uh, he's looking oh, yeah. more and more disheveled every week. They took his music, uh, knocking, uh, knocking books. They they got his car at an auction now. Yeah, uh, you know, and then <laughs> I like now, that. Now. Yeah, like that was that was pretty that funny. Was that was good. I, That's I the auction. I still don't think this is gonna work. I still don't think people are gonna cheer for Baron Corbin. I don't think they're gonna no. build up sympathy for him. Don't. But this makes a lot of sense. It does continue Corbin's uh, down on his luck ways. And can I, I get my can I get my two cent can I get my two cents in on oh, Baron God. Corbin? Please go, go ahead. ahead. Well, I mean, you're all not letting me talk. Just let me get my stuff in, all right? Yeah, he's gonna take over the show. I'm trying to well, that, that was the that was the plan seven minutes before the show uh, I got on. Um, did you? How many people here think Baron Corbin is a is a star at the moment? No, no, never, <laughs> never, ever, Rick. Be honest, Rick. Anytime. Anytime. When I say a star, and when I say a star, I mean somebody that you would pull money out of your pocket. And buy a ticket to see that guy on any particular card. Does he bring you to the arena to buy a ticket? Kenny, you're you're talking to the president of the Baron Corbin fan club here. Ricky oh, Chino. Jesus Christ. Ricky I'm Chino. out of here. Go ahead, Rick. Go ahead, Rick. Oh, I, think Bar- I think Baron Corbin has the potential of being the top heel in the company. And as you guys well know, heat means money. And the guy can get heat. He can help. Being a 32-year heel in pro wrestling, and Mr. Dutch Mantel has got me yeah. beat on that. I yeah. strongly disagree. I'm anxious to see you. And Dutch has probably worked with him. So, I don't... I hear he's a nice guy. He's done local television down yeah. here. I hear the nicest guy in the world. I'm evaluating someone that will make me pull money out of my t- pocket and buy a ticket. He doesn't have that for me. He's a good addition to the card. He's a good addition to the card, but he does not make me want to buy a ticket to see him fight anybody. And I love Shinsuke Nakamura with a passion. I could give less than a rat's ass that he's wrestling Baron Corbin. Hey, he said rat's ass. And shame on him for calling himself the king. I don't like that either. Well, that was WWE. They're the ones that gave him the crown for two damn years and then had him lose every freaking match after he won it. <laughs> Jesus. It's hard to be the king when you're on a losing streak like that. Oh, you don't know who's validated yeah, when I look at Ken Corbin, I don't see, I don't think he could get heat if you doused him with gasoline and threw a match on him. Put him out in a live crowd. Yeah. They boo the ever-loving, you know what, the out two of Two people in the wrestling business are telling you he's not a star. The the guy, the biggin, biggin, dub L dubba, uh, thinks he's a star. So, I'm uh, and I think Sid's with us. I think, I think three I'm out of four. I'm allowed to have my opinions right. now. Kenny, I think Kenny, three out of four telling you you're wrong is what I'm seeing. Kenny, you're you're new here, but I was the first person that tried to tell Rick. I'd never seen yeah. an Aaron Corbin match. Oh, you can't tell Rick nothing. You can't tell Rick nothing. <laughs> you, you, you can tell me whatever you want to tell me. But well, he's got he's wrong. got eight, he's got eight years at WLW. What are we gonna tell him? We're just a couple of longtime career wrestling guys. What the hell do we know? I'm I'm taking my fair share of bumps, sir. Okay. <laughs> Rick, Kenny Bowen can get for me and Dutch. Kenny Bowen can get more heat sitting in the dressing room 
inside the dressing room than most with guys Dutch. Go yeah, with me mostly. <laughs> than other guys going to the ring and and working for it. I made a mistake one day. I told the guys when I first got to WWE, and they was all back there talking this and talking heat, and I don't think they really understood what yeah. heat is. Really, they I don't know. think they, they they knew it. And Some I of said, them guys, don't. let me tell you something. And I maybe shouldn't have said this. I said, I can get more heat just walking to the ring and standing in the corner for three minutes. Not saying a word. And not done doing nothing, just looking at them. Then you guys can go working for it. Of course, they didn't agree with that. They all tried to to beat me up. I think, I just think there's a difference between real true heel heat, Mm -hmm. plug in, um, and Go away heat. Baron Corbin has go away heat. They blamed the failing raw ratings on Baron Corbin three <laughs> three years ago. So how can they you tell me? Oh, he has heat. He has heat. No one wants for, to watch Baron Corbin. For, for the record, Don't put him I, as a damn GM or a constable. It's for not the record, he's been misused for four damn years since they brought him up to the main roster. Yeah, yeah, Natalia Nightheart. Yeah, for four, for four. Um, where was I going with this? Um, I coined the phrase. Yeah, I, I coined the phrase X Pac Heat, and he is gonna be one of the trophy winners of X Pac Heat. Yes, indeed. I agree. X Pac Heat is go away heat, which Sid and, said just a second ago. Go he's got go away heat. Just go away. Is a barber, and I was offended by Baron Corbin's hairline. I was terribly offended. I noticed that tonight. And that, that's There's pretty, a reason pretty... he went bald. There's a reason he shaved his head. It was it does it did look a lot better when he had it, you know, long yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Um, well, I understand they're trying to make him look depressed and out of it, and life is over, and I lost my car, and I, I'd have gave it, that car away if it were me. But I mean, but here's the thing: the guy lost his crown three weeks ago, right? How has he already missed the crappiest all- crown in the history of wrestling? That behind me is a crown. No, it, it's yeah. not that good. No, that was less than crappy. Uh, well, they I liked the Game of Thrones crown that they had on him initially. This one, it yeah. looks like they 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 took the old divas uh title belt and turned it into a crown and put it on. I his don't head. know what they did, but yeah, the, the, it, the Game of Thrones one. crown is at least was tolerable. The thing he's got now, Shinsuke should just throw that thing in the river and, and get a real crown. <laughs> he should get the crown he had at Wrestle Kingdom. Now, Shinsuke is somebody, in my opinion, I think psychology-wise, especially, and obviously working-wise, I think he's the best talent they got. And you talk about somebody who's been misused since the day he got there. I started watching WWE wrestling again because I saw Shinsuke on NXT. And listen to this uh, shit. I'll go ahead and say it. Listen to this. The reason that he was so over down there was the entrance. The entrance. You were in love or hated him either way due to the entrance. The the, the night he had nine-minute entrance, all the people in the white tuxes and everybody with the white uh, fiddles or whatever the hell you call them. That was the greatest entrance we, I'd ever we, seen in wrestling. Him, that entrance made me love him before I saw him do a thing, and then I realized how great his psychology was. This guy gets it. This guy knows what wrestling psychology is all about. And then he's a hell of a worker on top of it. I mean, yeah. why would you put him in a tag match? No I, offense to tag team wrestling, but guy, he he's your greatest single wrestler you got up there, in my opinion. I'd, it, I'd be anxious to see how Dutch feels. It, it, it is mind-boggling to me that they they – had him win the Royal Rumble and then lose to AJ Styles at WrestleMania and then continued to have him lose to AJ Styles over and over and over again. Like he, I'm shocked he, he didn't so, go back to Japan. He was so damn over. And then you make Mega a low AJ Styles after the WrestleMania match, you turn him heel. 
and they just spent the summer trading nut shots. That's he was the only reason. He was the only reason I started watching WWE product again, and I was watching NXT to see him. Then I see Oscar. Then I see Kareem Sane. Not that I got a Japanese fetish or anything, but my God, those were the ones that could work. All right, so you got me, Dutch. So you got me. Okay. <laughs> my last three girlfriends were Filipino, so there could be something there. Hey, there is <laughs> me and Sid. But, I don't think Riccacino is going to have his show much yeah, longer. I think the Bowling Alley North is what this show is going to be. They don't call them fiddles anymore, Kenny. Oh, no, no, no longer fiddles, the violins. The, the violins. 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 The, the, the Jed Clampett called it a fiddle. I was going by Jed Clampett's rules. Yeah, well, they don't call yeah. it that. I know you're often. And the cement pond. Then the cement pond, of course. <laughs> you're back and back in the, the woods of Kentucky. So. Well, yeah, he's he's still waiting for light to hit him up there. Yeah, it's coming. Uh, it's coming over the house but next anyway, door. It'll be say, here soon. Let me say this about the Corbin match and uh, Nakamura. And I said it for you to you guys when we went on there. They at least made it interesting. I was more interested in that match. And this is like the ninth time. Yeah, it's been 10 weeks that they have worked with each other against each other. A single match. They worked I, one tag last week, didn't they? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought the ending sucked. It was a little abrupt. It was just like, oh, they're fighting. There's a couple of shots. Oh, Ken shots, and it's over. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. The build it, up, it didn't last long. The build up to the end could have been a lot better, but and of course it happened right after I tweeted, yeah, this match has been actually really good. And then that ending happened. And I'm like, <laughs> and they got damn it. <laughs> yeah, you you built that one up a little quick. I, I love the all white on Shinsuke. The all white I thought oh, yeah. looked real good. I'm curious. You talked about Shinsuke's uh, entrance down in NXT. What do you think, uh, Kenny, about uh, Mr. Rick Boogs? What is your impression of him on the guitar and what they're doing with Nakamura now? I don't know what you guys are hearing, but he cut out on me real bad. Oh, did uh, you guys? Oh, I heard him. No, I heard you. Oh, okay. Do it, do it again. Do okay. it again. What are you? You t- you're talking about the equipment, Kenny. I, I don't have that AOL dial up like Dutch Mantel's got down there, wherever he's at in sunny South Yahoo. South Florida. My internet connection. My internet connection is better if I leave the door open, but I got kids, so I, I gotta I gotta let them sleep. Um, the door being open gets you a better connection. It does. I don't oh know why. Because I'm in a brick. I'm in a brick cell here that's just got uh, sheetrock on it. Anywho, uh, your uh, thoughts on Mr. Rick Boogs and now what they've done with Shinsuke's uh, entrance. I think we have enough guitar players in the WWE. I saw this guy and I'm going, what the hell? Don't we already have a guitar gimmick in the WWE? Do we really need two? And if we have two guys with guitar gimmicks, I think we have them feud and then we narrow it down to one guitar gimmick. Now, that's my opinion. The the first time he showed up, I said, if we don't get him versus Elias at Survivor Series, what are we even doing? I mean, it's the stupidest non-booking in the world if you don't have those two going at it. Acoustic versus, uh, you know, whatever you call what he's got. But, but, Sid, here's the thing. They've kind of taken away Elias's guitar the last few weeks. All of a sudden, they give him some generic music. They're having Elias come out without a guitar now? Yes. Yeah. Well, I and guess they, that ends that match. They took away his music, too. Like, he had custom music that he sang, and now they gave him generic track number five. Yeah, and what he's, he's shooting with little, little Hulk Hogan over there. Oh, on well, who's little Hulk Hogan? Bring me up uh, to date. Who's Jackson, that? Jackson, Jackson Riker. Jackson, okay, uh, you you may as well have said Bill Smedley, and it would have meant the same to me. But I don't, I don't think they're up to date on the whole Jackson Riker thing, man. So, yeah. No, no, not me. I don't know about we, Dutch. We, we ain't got time to get into Jackson yeah, Riker. He's sorry. he's on Raw. I will. If say, we're only here an hour, you're damn right. We ain't got time to get into him. I will say this, man. 
I love Rick Boogs for one reason, because that means Pat okay. McAfee is going to dance, and Pat McAfee is living his best life on commentary. I love everything that that man Dutch, does. what's your opinion on Pat McAfee? Because uh, I had plenty to say during the show. I, I, I do like him. I think he, uh, Michael works better with him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he worked. He Michael worked great with Lawler, and I think the he did. He did. And I think McAfee he, he fits him well. They, I got a problem with my announcers match. getting. I got a problem with my announcers getting a foot bath during the course of a match. That, that's I my know. thing. That was the well, most. You, you like the foot bath? That you like the, the foot bath? That was the most entertaining part of that whole match for me. Was and there, there you nailed the coffin shut. That was the most entertaining part of the match. <laughs> that's that's sad. That is freaking sad, in my opinion. I'm only out here to give opinions, guys. I'm not the Indeed. god of wrestling or anything. No, I agree. That that is sad. That I I I'm numb to the Nakamura. There's no way that an announcer getting a foot bath should be the best part of any match. And I and I was telling my my fan base, both of them, that um, you yeah. know, the, this why why do we have guys getting foot baths when there's a serious match going on in the ring? Why the hell are we doing that? You know, the commentary doing that match by Big E and McAfee was actually decent. Yeah. Then they got the foot bath. And you then they got the foot bath. Then they got the foot bath. They didn't the need the that's foot bath. A, that, that is a total Big E thing, man, because Big E is another one of these guys. Anytime he comes down, he's the one that sets up that like little mini apartment. And then he, he basically – And here you've, got, here you've got this legit big badass who looks like he could beat anybody on the roster anytime he wants – and he's they make a comedian out of him and and a foot bath guy. Yeah, no, no, that's that's all big. That's e. not what I would do with him, and I don't think Dutch would do that with him. Not to that, speak that, to that Dutch, is all Big E, and that and that's something that Big E's been fighting for a long time. When it's time to be serious, when it's time to kick ass, he'll do that. Yeah. Well, then he's yeah. gonna have some fun. All right, so can we write that one off and talk about the girls a little bit? Yeah, Let's talk about the girls. Yes. Yeah. So, what do you, you think about that, Kenny? What do you think about the new team? What did I think about the new team, the green-haired no, girl no, and the other girl? No, the taxi driver on the corner that I'm talking to. Yes, you. <laughs> the green. No, well, I said, are you talking about the green-haired girl and the other girl? Because yes, yeah. I have Shotzi, trouble knowing who's new and who's not because I don't Blackheart and Tegan Knox. Shotzi Blackheart would be the girl with the green. I, I saw some potential. I pointed out that you don't have to change the color of your hair to get over in the company. It, it's like uh, natural hair is just out the door. Everybody, And, and then I noticed uh, – Snooka's Snooka's girl I notice has got uh, uh, some blue in her hair now. Why can't anybody just have natural hair color? Why do we all got to have a different color of hair? Well, I like. I'm asking the ginger. You're, you're asking who? What? I'm asking the ginger. <laughs> no offense. Who is the ginger? I was gonna say. You talking about red? It looks red to me. Is that red hair on uh, on a chino over there? Oh, I yeah, okay. So my, Looks my, red to me. Maybe my, my monitor's off. I'm my, only on a 70-inch Sony Trinitron. All right, so my hair is brown. Like, the top of my head is brown. But there, Looks red. Like, there's red that comes in in the facial hair, so that's probably yeah. the red that you're picking up. Yeah, so, so you're, you're a science experiment that went bad, apparently. Okay. Um, can, I'm like five percent Irish, and that's what this is. This is the five percent. Five percent did that to you. You should sue somebody. <laughs> Kenny, you know what? Uh, what was girls, the question? I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I think, forgot. I, I like the girls because they were brand new. I've never brand new. They worked and hard. They worked hard. This, on this show, SmackDown, some something brand new is a happening. Is is rare? Is rare? Huh? Okay. Oh my God. They yeah. Well, well, see, I tune in for the first time in forever, and I, I get there for the new night. So I, I didn't know that. 
Now oh, hit, a, hit a girl on you. Yeah. Now here's the thing. So Tamina and Natty, they call out. They say we've been called out by a new tag team, somebody who's coming up from NXT, and immediately you start okay. thinking, okay, there's a mirror. They have a dozen women's tag teams in in NXT. It seems, and I'm like, all right, maybe we'll. Who are we getting? Are we gonna get Ember and Shotzi? Are we gonna get? Uh, you know, Candice and, and Indy because they just lost the tag team titles. Like, what, what direction are they going to go here? And okay. all of a sudden, out comes Shotzi Blackheart and Tegan Knox, who are not a tag team. Not a team. Okay. Not a Sounds team right. at all. They, yeah. they put them together. So now Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart, who were a team in NXT, are no longer a team. And Tegan where did, Knox, where, where did Ember Moon go? Because I really liked her. Where'd she uh, go? She's in NXT now. So yeah. she is, What? Yeah, she went... So after the whole 24-7 title debacle okay. where she tore her Achilles, she came. She went back to NXT when she came back. Um, okay. So they split up a tag team there. And now Tegan Knox just came back this week on Wednesday to restart her feud with Candice LeRae, cost her the tag team titles in NXT. Okay. And now they're like, well, screw that. She She's she's on SmackDown now. So they've yeah. just like thrown wrenches into everything that they were we're doing with the women's division in wow in, in NXT, right. which sid again shows you the disconnect if you're gonna have three brands is it too much to ask for continuity here i'm, yeah. I'm just guessing that triple h didn't get the memo that tegan knox was getting called up when he spent weeks with the whole yeah. battery vignettes to build up her return on yes. this episode of NXT with the NXT Women's Tag Team titles, which is the most devalued and needless titles in all of the WWE. This match here, I like Dutch. I was happy that we got something new with Shotzi mm -hmm. and Tegan coming out. Although they were tag team last year when Tegan was healthy. I think a lot of people forget that because of the Shotzi and ember team yeah they were a tag team back when tegan was healthy so it was cool to see them here what i didn't like was the whole entire match it was ugly and it wasn't yeah. on tegan and and shotzi it was more on tamina she just looked like she well, was what, what about that super kick that tamina tried to throw oh, that didn't connect God. and then she she did her best to save it i'll give her that yeah she did her best to save it but it looked like the timing was way off on that one and then she, stumbled. she couldn't get her feet under her after after the fact. Mina looked lost the entire match. Like, even when she had Shotzi in the front face lock, it was like she was hitting her on the back. It was like she didn't know what she was supposed to do or going to do. Now, I, I haven't seen a lot of her matches, but I haven't seen anything that tells me that she's the next big thing in pro uh, women's wrestling. Well, to be uh, fair, she is 43, so I don't is think she's that old. Really? I, I had no clue she was that old. <laughs> she's been at WWE for quite some time. Uh, yeah, a little while. Mm -hmm. At least a decade. She's been there for a while. And, I mean, the whole reason she's a tag but, but isn't right age 65, so that's not an excuse. That is true. That's, that, that's very true. I don't know. This was just a weird Edge is older than Dutch, pretty sure. How, how old is Edge? Uh, he is 43. No, Edge? No, he is not. He's older than that. He's, somebody look that up. He's older than 43. Hang on, I'll work the Google. Somebody, somebody look that up. There's no way in hell he's 43. He's 43 or is... I'll well, bet my reputation as a bowling he's older than uh, He's 47, actually. 47. There you 47. go. There That's you go. The I, I knew he was close. That I liked the new tag team. I didn't like the match. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, this... Did this scream last minute to you, Dutch? This looked like it was thrown together at the last possible second. It did. It did. It looked. Now like you they see why there. they don't call it in the ring anymore. Yeah. But hey, I was watching somebody. It was uh, Jericho. Hey, y'all see Jericho punch the fan? Yes. Has that I, ever I happened? Didn't see that? When did that happen? I heard it was recent. That was, was on under, Dynamite. Yeah. I was probably. I did a watch along. I must have missed it. <laughs> 
I did the watch along and didn't seem punch a fan. Yeah, it was uh gosh. Yeah, the guy it was weird. He just like hopped up onto the ring apron and stood there. And oh, then, oh, and then security takes like the good down. old days, Dutch. Yeah. And it, yeah, and then Jericho hey. just gave him a couple of stiff shots and let me tell you this story, guys, real quick. Yeah. And Kenny, this happened in Louisville. You yeah. may remember it. I re- I already know where you're going. Go right ahead. Okay. It was me and David Schultz, and Lawler was managing us, I think. Mm-hmm. We went to the ring King, against Rocky was Johnson. It the, was it the King's Army era? Yep. Okay. It, it was against Rocky Johnson and Bill Dundee. And you guys know anything about David Schultz, Dr. D? I know I, I do. The dark side he, of the ring episode. He is insane. Yeah. Me. Not so somebody this, to mess with. This guy goes into the ring and he's drunk as hell. And Rocky and Bill Dundee, they just backed up and they let him go. And mm-hmm. he walked out the center of the ring. And I'm standing there and I wasn't going to do nothing. I said, I just want to. Ain't worth getting sued over, right? No. David beat the living crap out of him and hit him with a belt. You remember the belts with the eagles on them? Yes. Uh-huh. It had a, an eagle sticking out of the belt. It hit him. And the last thing I know, the guy was pouring buckets of blood. Yeah. And they were taking him down the, the uh, taking him to the. the Back in the good old days when the fans tried to get in the ring in the Louisville Gardens, once you were in that ring, you were open season. And whatever, and it might you, you might get the heels and the faces beating the shit out of you oh, in an that. attempt to get the fan out of the ring, and then the cops would take them to the back and let the wrestlers have their way at them. So I hear, and <laughs> then uh, then they would take, and the jail was right below the Louisville Gardens. Do you remember that, Dutch? I, well, I heard it was close. That's yeah, the jail was underneath the Louisville Gardens, so it was well, very was, easy to cook them and book them. Yeah, them what the it now? And take them down. <laughs> take an elevator one, down. One, one more thing. Uh, Kenny, you yeah. remember the night it was me and Schultz again and Lawler against the Indians and Chewy? Oh, my God. Yes, I do. Yes, what I do. A, what a fight we had. Because that little Chewy, he wasn't even 18 years old yet, was he? No, and the girls loved him. The girls did love him. Long story short, guys, they had these two Indians and they had the young boy Chewy, he's like 16, 17. Because you all beat him boy. up on TV and he had to be carried out like a physically carried to an ambulance. And he used to take a drum with him. And when the Indians supposed to make a comeback, he goes, boom, 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 boom. And well, of course, that got the fans up. Well, of course it did. So, of course, they beat us and something happened. And then we beat the hell out of the Indians. And Chewie runs in there to protect his father. We beat Chewy, the Chewy, living Chewy, crap out of him. Chewie should have kept his ass out of the ring. Yeah, he got he, what he had coming. He is bleeding, and all of a sudden, here, here they come again. I and mean, let they, this they be were, a lesson to you underage Indians out there. Keep keep uh, your ass out of the ring. It's my, my advice. They were actually reaching through the ropes and trying to grab us. They was right up to the They the were hot ring. that night. Because not only did he get messed up on television, they beat him up. This underage <laughs> kid <laughs> beat him up oh, in the ring. Oh, my God. But anyway... <laughs> That, that was now that's heat. You beat up a teenage Indian. Guys, today they can't tell you about heat. We used to have to fight back from that ring more than we should have. I was gonna say I got, I got that's in the MJF, I think, in AEW excels more than anybody because he he had a guy try to kidnap him one time. Like he legit pisses people off. There, if there's what not, M, I'm sorry, MJF. Yeah. So if yeah. he's if anybody uh, can get the heat that you guys are talking about, I think it's no, that. Dutch, do, do you re- do you remember heel. Grandma? Do you remember grandma at the Louisville Gardens that used to get in the ring like every third week? 
And it, see, being her with her cane and her hair. Well, well, not the one you dated, the other one. <laughs> get in the ring. Not, not that grandma. But oh. now grandma would get in the ring. Of course, nobody wants to lay a hand on grandma, and you'd actually have to wait for the police to come and get her. I know she got in the ring at least at four or five matches that I was at. And uh, no, one, no one wanted to be the one to touch her. Not even Dutch. I love, I love Dutch might have had sex with her, but he wouldn't physically hurt her. I'll tell I, you that. I, I didn't do that because uh, that's a different type of stuff. <laughs> well, by, the way, by, the way, by the way, Dutch, are, have the women in your house piped down a little bit since last time you and I had a conversation? They were getting yeah. a little chirpy over there. Yeah, they were. They left. I run them off. All right, while we're going down memory lane here, uh, DJ Eric wants to know uh, best memories. I remember when WLW was great radio. So do I. Uh, what, are your, uh, what are your memories from your time in OVW? What do you want me to remember? What, 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 what's, your, what's your favorite memory? My favorite memories? Uh, God. Um, I would say doing the bit with Stone Cold Steve Austin was pretty good. That was I had a blast, and I never said a word. Other than me and Jim Ross which made griping it lot, at each other, which made it a lot better. Made it a lot better if I didn't have to say anything. And uh, but no, that was a fun bit to do. I got to work an angle with the Undertaker and Kane, where they choke slam like thirty-seven wrestlers that night to go home. I was one of them. I got to take Socko from Mick Foley twice. Now there you go. How many times have you took Socko? Then shut up. I got. It. <laughs> then shut up. Dutch, I'm did not- you ever have to take Socko? No, I never even met Socko. You never even met him. He's a nice guy. Yeah, <laughs> Just don't piss him off. Yeah, he's a good guy. You know what? I like uh, the memories at OVW. Yeah, uh, and 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 obviously, me and Cornette had a ball. I mean, it was my best friend, and we're booking the hottest wrestling show in the Kentuckyana area, and I got to be featured in in a lot of stuff. Um, and we we had a ball doing it. In all honesty, and and it was fun to watch Jimmy lose his mind and take his ball and go home wonder what week jimmy was getting fired that week and then <laughs> how long would it be before he would come back but it we saw the spectrum at at, at all angles there and uh, but no i had a ball but uh, working with some of the big name wwe guys was a lot of fun obviously and uh, promo time was fun time for me as long as i was getting to do a promo and especially if i forgot to say what jimmy wanted me to say and he would throw an ink pen at me during the interview to try and jiggle me a little bit to make me remember what the damn promo I was supposed to do. He said once I did 12 minutes and never covered one thing he wanted me to cover. But it was a good promo. <laughs> Just wasn't what he wanted me to say. All right, guys. You are uh, checking into uh, Smack Talk here on the Sports Keto Wrestling YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook channel. Rick Uccino, SP3, Dutch Mantel, uh, Kenny Bolin joining us here uh, and uh, doing a fantastic job. Were you a fan? Were you a fan of Ocho Cinco? I thought you stole his name when I saw your name there. Ocho Cinco with the Bengals, number eighty-eight. Uh, you know that was my nickname in college. Actually, people started. Hey. Yeah, so. Did you play sports I, in college? I, I I tried. You uh, look like you'd have been good at tiddlywinks. <laughs> never, never, never played that. Uh, to be all right, that's never, not never. what I heard. But all right, I'm a I'm a bowler. I'm a golfer. I tried to play basketball. Uh, I, Bowling. I, Bowling, yeah, and yeah, now you got, get Kenny Bowling. Yeah, you got a bowling alley. Yeah, I got a whole bowling alley. Yeah, nice, love it. Uh, so let's guys get to the uh, the biggest. That was sarcasm. Let's get to the uh, biggest question of the night that was heading into this with Bailey down. Who was going to be the challenger uh, for uh, Bianca Belair? My biggest thing was if you're going to stick with the I quit stipulation that we got last week, who makes sense to come in and do the I quit stipulation? The only one that made sense would have been Sasha Banks. They decided to just scrap the 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 I quit stipulation altogether. They scrapped the match at Money in the Bank, and they said, hey, next week it's going to be Carmella 
versus Bianca. Sid, your reaction? Groaned. I groaned. I I I audibly groaned when they announced <laughs> that Carmella is the replacement. They build this up on social media. They said they're gonna have a replacement for Bailey. I thought mm-hmm. that this would have been a perfect spot for Tony Storm. Yeah, she mm-hmm. may be coming in and getting a loss immediately, but this is a mm-hmm. big spotlight for her. She's going to be on the first SmackDown in front of fans in well over a year. If she has a 10, 15-minute match against Bianca Belair and lose, that's a much better debut than most girls get. So I thought that that was the perfect spot for her. Having Carmella was just a disappointment. I was just totally I over the segment. Carmella looked amazing in her red dress, and that's all I got to say about that. She, she, she is the most beautiful woman in all of WWE. I got well, Don't be like that. Don't be yeah. you judging a woman on her looks. I mean, come on, man. Yeah, what is this Cornette show? That's her nickname. That's, that's her nickname. Like, that's what she's billed as. We, we are we are just going by the the canon. Well, yeah. not not to overinflate her ego. I do think Carmella is slightly above average, if you know what I mean. I hear the reaction to Carmella well, being uh, the replacement for Bailey now. Uh, I think it's okay because they it, they're in a pinch. Even though they, it was a last minute deal, what are we going to do? You got to put somebody in. They kind of know with a little bit of heat on them. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's okay. What else? What else did you want them to do? Yeah, I saw, gonna, I saw Sasha Banks went off TV up, for a little bit. Uh, she hasn't been up. seen since the SmackDown after Mania. So really, yeah. Well, anybody know why? I mean, all you smart marks out there, somebody knows. I uh, well, she is nominated for an Emmy for her work on The Mandalorian, so she might be doing something. Wait a minute! I watched every episode of The Mandalorian. What did she do? She was one of she was one of uh, the the soldiers. Well, um, I'll be damned. I did not know that. I should go back and rewatch them. She was the one doing all the wrestling moves and the action sequences. Oh, really? Okay. Now, who's the girl with the big arms in, in The Mandalorian? I didn't catch her name. That's uh, Gina Garano, a former MMA yeah. fighter. Yeah, I don't want to fight her. Yeah, I saw those arms. I didn't want none of that. But people got mad at her, right? More to cancel They her. did. They did. She, she did get canceled. For what? Yeah. What she did? Uh, Trump supporter is what I heard. Would that be a lesson to you? Well, that's what the Nazis did. <laughs> well, See? God bless America. See? So anyway, so Sid, to your point, right? So you're talking about you were you were disappointed that Carmella was the announcement. Yes. I, I kind of have to agree with Dutch here. It's like, I don't know what everybody was expecting. I know we all wanted this, this grand, oh, well, it's going to be Sasha coming back. They weren't going to do that. They weren't going to make that I, announcement. I didn't think it should be Sasha because that blows off the match that they want to do for SummerSlam. I thought that right. was be too so, short-sighted. So you, you That's why I, wanted, I, wanted, I wanted Tony Storm. I wanted someone right. you new. Wanted, you wanted somebody new, somebody fresh, somebody different, not somebody who was already in the money in the bank, and I get that. I The one thing that I saw everybody was ticked off is they wanted Sonya to step up and challenge her. To just that would have been fun, too. And I think that would have been great, too, but I, I think they're building to, to something. I, I think WWE just went, you know what? We're effed. We're going to punt this match, and, mm-hmm. and that's, that's just going to be it. We'll put a title match on the first live crowd show, and We'll, we'll figure it out from there. I would not be surprised if Becky Lynch. Now, now my opinion, I, I think Sasha Banks is her and Oscar. I think they're the two premier female talents in the company. I, I will watch either one of those anytime. I think, I think Sasha definitely gets out to be a heel and she's been a pretty good baby face when she's tried it. Uh, but I, I really like Sasha Banks. I really do. I like Sasha. I love Oscar too. Oscar has oh, been. Oh, she's my favorite. Oh, she just totally gets it. I mean, her and Shinsuke are just light years above everyone else, in my opinion, when it comes to getting it and getting psychology and how to get the most out of a match. 
it, it's amazing to me the amount of titles they put on her, but at the same time, you still feel like she's just been completely underutilized. Mm -hmm. I certainly do with both of them, and I'd keep both of them out of tag matches. I mean, her and Carice saying I got, I mean, that was a natural thing to happen, but um, I think they need to keep both of them out of tag matches because they're very, very strong sick, uh, uh, singles. Uh, I, I, I wasn't a big fan of Jerry Lawler being in tag matches, even though him and Dundee, I'm sure, made a lot of money. Dutch Mantel, I'm sure, made quite a bit of money in tag matches, but I like Dutch better as a single. Uh, when you can carry a match as a single, I think that ought to, uh, ought to be what you do. And the tag match ought to be, in my opinion, something special. Oh, my God. Lawler and Dutch are going to tag up tonight or Dutch and Dundee or whatever. I'm, and, can and they I'm going back years. What's that? Can they coexist? They can they coexist? There you go. But if they coexist six weeks what? in a row, then obviously they can. What yeah. did son? Uh, what did Sonia Deville tell uh, Liv Morgan that if she yeah. shut up long enough, she heard the rest of the comment? What was what was the rest of it? Yeah. So, and I was getting to that because Paul came in and said they killed the Sonia and Liv storyline, and I I don't think they did. Again, I think this was an audible that they had to call because I don't think Liv was going to get in the Money in the Bank ladder match originally. I I still think my idea from last week that those two were going to feud was going to be it. But you, th that's the one thing I loved about this. Liv came down. She was pissed. She was fired up. She gets right in Sonya's face. This is uh -huh. bullshit. What the hell are you doing? Yeah, and then uh -huh. Sonya got fought, got right back in her damn face. Like, if you just shut the hell up, shut up, man, and let me finish. I'm putting you in the damn match because you've earned it. Now get the hell out of my ring before I change my effing mind. I, I like yeah. that part too. Right? And was, I don't, I don't see a lot of the product, but I did, I did really enjoy that part. But the question I had during the show, and no one had a good answer for me, why is Sonia doing this? Because she seems to be a pretty good worker and a pretty good talent. It, and someone said, that I think she's pregnant. Is, is that the case? No. No. No? no? She's not pregnant. No, I didn't do it. I, mean, I didn't do it. I'm innocent. Where, you, where, where have you been, Kenny? Where have I been? Uh, avo avoiding avoiding a lot of WWE oh, okay. television is where I've been. Where have um, you been? So been watching a lot of Clemson games, beating up on my Hurricanes. You got heat with me wearing that damn shirt here tonight. Wait a minute. So just just to give you a a, a recap. So Sony Deville, the last time she was in a wrestling, I see it. I see. Get the camera off that crappy shirt and put a Hurricane shirt up there for crying out loud. The last time Sony maybe DeVille even a Bearcat shirt. There we go. I'll take that. No, you'll uh, take that. Right. Yeah. The last time that Sonya Deville was in the ring was SummerSlam last year. She competed in a match with uh, with Mandy Rose in which uh, she lost. She was supposed to uh, uh, shave her head, but it quickly turned into a loser leaves town match, basically, because uh, she was the victim of a uh, a break in. Uh, somebody yeah. like stalked her house and was somebody, trying to break into kidnapper. Kentucky. Where were you on that night, Dutch? Where were you on the night of the of the invasion? I think it was in Nashville. Okay, sounds good. I think, so, you think she took a lot of time off after that? Um, obviously dealing with with legal stuff, and she came back earlier this year. I think it was Sid. Was it this year that she yeah. came back and uh, she was back in as the? So they wrote her off. They she was fired from the company as an active competitor. Now they've brought her back as an authority figure, and I think they're slowly working her way back into the ring. We've seen photos of her training. Uh, so we'll see eventually. I think this is the catalyst. I think eventually we're going to get Liv Morgan versus Sonya Deville, and I'm all mm -hmm. for it. I'm still hoping Sonya announces herself as Dutch, a Dutch, what's your opinion on Liv Morgan? Oh, I love her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I agree. I, I like her. I, I, you know, I think she's... I think she's uh, what about Man, What about Mandy? What about Mandy Rose? Between Mandy Rose and Liv Morgan, who's your pick? 
Well, I'm not familiar with Mandy Rose that much. I know. Well, I've but, seen a little bit of. I think. I think they both got got a lot of potential. I'm anxious to see where it's going to go. But it's been developing for a while with Mandy Rose. Doesn't seem that it's really come to fruition yet. No, I think she because she got the biggest singles win of her career at SummerSlam last year when she beat Sonya, and then yeah. they immediately moved her over to Raw and yeah, put her in another tag team. It's like, what are you doing? We kind of want you to succeed, hey, but then let, again, you know, you well, let's do it this way. Who let's book, do it this way. Who books the girls? Do they have like a separate? Nope. Nope. I mean, now, now I thought Fit Finley had a lot to do with the women. Is that no longer the case? He did. He had their agents. Like, uh, I know Tyson Kidd works a lot with the uh, female wrestlers as far as, like, agents, as far as booking the match. But the storylines is all, like, the creative director, which is Bruce Pritchard and the writers that they have behind the scenes. I would like to volunteer my services to work with the female wrestlers. I won't teach them anything about wrestling or anything, but I'd like to be a part of it. Oh, you can't say that anymore, Kenny. Oh, you you're, can't say that? Oh, no, you're canceled. I'm canceled. I'm canceled. You're canceled. I'm Thank done. You. That's Thank it. God, I, I went. I went. I went. I, I went. All. I wanted to cancel. Man, I'm. I'm. I'd like to apologize, but I'm too stupid to do so. Uh, Sid, I got a question for you. We got two spots left in the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Who do you think takes those spots? Do you think it's something as easy as it's going to be Shotzi and Tegan Knox, or do you think WWE has something else up their sleeve? I'm hoping that Sonya Deville gets one of the spots, Same. but I'm afraid that the reason that they put this matchup for next week's SmackDown between Bianca and Carmella is Carmella's going to lose and insert herself back in the Money in the Bank ladder match. See, I don't think they're going to do that because they specifically said that Liv is replacing Carmella. If they had just said, Liv, you're in, Carmella, you know, but she, maybe I'm reading too much into it. It's WWE that they changed WWE. their pants. I think they're saving something for next week in front of the fans, something big, which makes me think maybe it is Sonya putting herself in the match. Maybe that the feud with Liv Morgan boils over to where she says, you know what? How long has she been on the back burner? Sonya? Sonya? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Back in like, I think she came back in like maybe February or March. Really? Wow. That's a long time to be on the back burner. Yeah. Slow burn getting her back. She's just been like an official backstage, the non so Sid, do you think next week is the week? Do you think the fourth and final competitor could be Becky Lynch? I don't see Becky coming back in that way. I just don't think that's a big enough spot for her. I mean, it makes sense because she did give up her championship to the winner of last year's Money in the Bank. But I don't think you put Becky Lynch back in in a ladder match where she can, runs the risk. Of match, yeah. How yeah. old is Becky's baby? Uh no, born in seven months, really? Early December. Uh three weeks before my son was born. I, I'm just wondering, I'm just wondering if she's ready to uh leave, leave the child in daycare yet. Yeah, that, that's the other thing. You know, she might be ready three for months. Her. I don't think so. Seven months. I still think it's a little early. I, I, I think she'd lay out for a full year. She's she's gonna come back whenever she's ready to come back, obviously. Yeah, which there, I totally agree with. And know. yes, absolutely. But there is raise this, your kid. There's always time. There exactly. There there is. I don't know. There you know how the rumors and the reports and everything surface. There seems to be yeah. some hope that she's coming back sooner rather than later. If you're gonna make a pop on the big sh- first show, that, back, that would be a, that would be a big pop. I agree with be. that. That would don't be. announce it ahead of time, damn it. Make it a surprise. Keep it well, surprise. they're not very Dutch. I, I always hate the leaks. I mean, the, the surprises, I mean, that never happened in Memphis. 
when there was a surprise, it was a damn surprise. But in this day and age, of course, there wasn't the internet the way it is now. But man, I hate knowing the big surprise that's going to happen. A lot of people seek it out. They want to know it. I don't want to know. Uh, when I used to do commentary, I, I never did the, pre, the pregame meetings. I didn't want to know. Uh, Jerry Lawler said he felt the same way. Uh, I don't want to know what's going to happen. Please, God, surprise me. Whatever that's worth. <laughs> All right, so uh, Dutch, final Had match of the night. Final match of the night. Uh, your boy Cesaro against Seth Rollins for the fifth time so at WrestleMania. Their best match yet. Mm -hmm. Their best match, and it went three segments. Yes, it did. And yeah, it was, and a good finish. I had, thought they, they had a couple of times there they could have went ahead and finished it up, and they took it a little more. And I think Cesaro got over better by losing. Than he did by winning. We talked about this a little bit in private, Dutch. What? It, what? Because I, I love Cesaro. Worked with him here in Ohio Valley Wrestling. Very nice guy. Very talented guy. Hell of a worker. What is missing that is not getting him to that next level? What would you do that maybe other people are not doing? Well, I think uh, Rick asked me that last week, or somebody asked me. I, I did. <laughs> what well, might have been? Yeah, on our pro on our private but, call. You know, the the ten we have a week. I would call it mass connection. I don't think he connects with the people on a massive scale. Why do you think? Why I, do you think? I don't know. It's, a, yeah. it's that intangible that you can't put a finger on. Right, right. I don't know. I mean, you got I've, I've you looked got for that too. Love them. The diehards love them. You get, you they know, do. They your do. B1s, your B1s, a radio term, they want Cesaro to get pushed. They want him to get that spot. I, yeah. I mean, when when he lost this matchup tonight, I saw people all over Twitter who were pissed off. And and there's you and three members of your family that want to see a King Corbin push. I mean, you know, it's out there. That's it. There's an audience for everything. There's an audience for everything. There's like, an audience for everything. But we've seen what we've seen WWE do this. They they tend to tailor more towards the casual fans than they do the diehards. Hmm. Yeah. There's a reason. There's a reason for that. Which is go ahead. Your casual fans give you your sellouts. Yeah. Your casual fans. If you run a, say you run a town on a regular basis, you're going yeah. to have a base level. Mm -hmm. Let's say it's a thousand seat seater. And if you can hold it at 500, they're going to be there anyway, a 300 or 400. They're going to be there anyway. Now you do something to the casual fan that attracts them. Mm -hmm. Now you fill it up. And back, back in the day, I would have been that diehard fan. I, I was I was the guy that was there to see some specific talent and really focus on that talent and be upset when I even when I didn't know what the hell was going on in the business. Still, of course, like the marks today, have my opinion that I should not have had. Rick, could you show some love to the super Look at chat? Dutch going widescreen all of a sudden. Orbin fan from the chat, too thin. Who taught touch? Who taught Dutch how to do that? Go widescreen <laughs> with the rest of us. I, I did. And you, hey, Mr. WLW, send, send Dutch one of those real microphones like you got, so he not only looks and sounds as good as me. Why For the don't we record, do that? Uh, I am not related to Greg Bush, so Rick, uh, can you no. remove. Can you remove the Corbin fans and show some love to the super chat? We had a super chat. I, I don't see those all the time. Well, yeah. wait a minute. Wait a minute. If we kick all the Corbin fans out, we're going to lose two or three people. We don't want to do I that. No, we don't want to <laughs> lose the two other people besides Rick that like Baron Corbin in the chat. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, Sir, Sergio Pesci says uh, you are uh, looking great. King. Yeah. So Sergio but, Pesci is my co-host on my show from time to time, and he did the SmackDown watch along with me tonight. And I got to smack old Joe around a little bit every now and then, but he's a pretty good guy. And 
not everybody can get Joe Pesci to be a co-host on their show, but I'm a big deal in the podcast business. And I was more than happy to bring him along and teach him everything I know. And that took about two minutes. Uh, yeah. So, uh, guys, I, I honestly, I didn't even know we had super chats, uh, uh, enabled on these. Well, you uh, better learn because I make a boatload of money off super uh, chats for my these, charities. These, and these, are the first, uh, these are the first ones I've ever seen. So, the king, do you have men? Well, they're doing it because I'm here. The only ones you're getting are my fans that have turned on me and given you my money, and I'm not happy about it. He's a bigger draw than Baron Corbin. Kenny's damn more, right. Who ain't? More. He's drawn more money in this in this one stream than Baron yes, Corbin has his background. If you book Baron Corbin correctly, mm -hmm. he'll draw you some damn money. Go oh, ahead. I could book him correctly. I, I can get him a bus ticket home. <laughs> yeah. We need to give him a push. Me and Sid's buddies now. Sid's my yeah, buddy. I know. We need to give him a push. Sid, what's your, uh, Sid, what's your hey, background? Hey. How did you get drug in on this? Drug, um, I, drugs. I, <laughs> <laughs> he, he's the dealer. He's the dealer for Mr. WLW over here. That's what I I, I should have known. I should have known. Hey, don't get me picked off my date. Pesci's a shoot drug dealer. He might hook up with you guys. He'll do drug deals on my show. I've never seen anything like that. He'll be counting $10,000 right, right on the damn show. I'll be Pesci's Henry Hill. For I sure. love Pesci, just to make it for the record. Yeah. I, I, give him a lot, I give him a lot of crap, but Pesci's a good guy. If you donate on his show, Pesci, you're fired. <laughs> Oh, he already put two bucks in. So uh, that little bastard. Can I say that? I just did. Well, you there. did. There's no taking it back because we no are taking live. it back now. It's a live show. There's I was no thrilled when I heard this show was live. I've always wanted me and Dutch on a live show. Whoever goes back and looks at these, I just uh, shut up and let Dutch talk. That's a, that's a successful show if you just shut up and let Dutch talk, and that's what I try to do. Well, that's it why people tune in to hear this show. That's why they tune into this show. It's not to hear me or Sid talk. That's for damn. Well, sure. there you go. They we don't have to have me back more often, which means I'll have to watch more SmackDown. Please, learn who those women are. And there's another there's another two dollars from Sir Joe Pe Oh my, get that little bastard. You're and, fired. And DJ DJ Eric just donated as well. And, yeah. uh, DJ DJ hasn't donated 10 bucks on my show in like 10 years. <laughs> what the hell he's doing? You're a draw. You are drawing them. And he calls me dad. He was known as Fat Eric at OVW Dutch. He he's been a lifelong fan. He's been coming since '95 or '96 at the original Davis Arena, and uh, now he's a DJ. He's been DJing for like 18 years now. Calls me dad. I said, "You wish you looked as good as me." Uh, Brad. Oh, uh, Mountain Brad. Timer. Mountain Timer's the cheapest fan I got, and he just donated two ninety nine. Will you all stop it, Jimmy? Jesus Christ. Did you say that on this show? No, no. Stop it. Take that money for my show tomorrow night. I'm just going to sit here now and just see how many more of these we get. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, you're ready to do a five-hour show now. Now that you got people in here know how to spend money. I want to know where money goes. Please show the sports key to wrestling had a comment that I think is me, Dutch, and Kenny are responsible for. Oh, I think this is breaking news. This is breaking news right now. You have a guy in the background putting up comments. Have you got a hey, training monkey doing it? Oh, we got another $1. one. What, what the hell? Yes. What in the Sam Hill? Greg, my dude. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take notes. I'm gonna find out everybody donated on his show, and I'm blocking you for six months. Hey, somebody Every one just of you. donated a hundred and nine dollars. Oh, that's the time. That's the time. Okay. That was pesos, Dutch. That was pesos. That was two dollars and eight cents. Apparently, Dutch Kenny uh, Baron Corbin has blocked Sports Heater Wrestling on Twitter today. Yeah, I heard that. Well, never, good. What, what did we do? Didn't see him donating. If he donated, I said nicer things about him. 
Hey, Rick, did you see the Usos knocking on the door? Pesci, you donate one more dollar, you little bitch, and I'm going to come to Cleveland and beat your ass. Keep doing it. Man. Hazelwood. Hazelwood's one of my guys. Donated $650 over the last four days, and now he's dropping five bucks here like it's nothing. And we got uh, donated. Sam. And there, here's a regular. Ozzy says no Ken Corbin. So oh, Ozzy's regular dropping uh, two dollars. I have never been more disgusted in my life. You guys have never made 10 cents on this damn show. You bring me over here, and now you're milking my fans dry. This is bullshit. We're, make, we're milking them dry. Please uh, subscribe over the True Hill Heat because you guys are great fans. And I was not here looking at my screen, and every donation you got is one of my trained monkeys that I taught how to donate, and now you're cashing in on them. Got two more coming in. Oh, two He's one of my guys, yeah. Mark Rebel Games, little Rick, bitch. Rick, well, we do we do appreciate uh here's appreciate everybody who's don't say we you got a mouse in your pocket. I don't appreciate it. Wait a minute, we have another donation. No five dollars from Miss Kenny Bowden. No, uh, we actually do have another one from uh Eric. Eric says uh, he's been a fan of OVW since 1993. Worked on all shows I sports. know, Rico Chico, Rico Chipo, whatever your name is. You better have a PayPal account, and I want you to send me every dollar you collect in here tonight. I don't even or me know. and you're gonna have some trouble. You were talking about taking bumps in the ring. Oh, you gonna take one more if you don't send me my money in PayPal tonight? There's gonna be some serious issues. I Consequences and repercussions, idea. son. Consequences Dude, and I repercussions. Did even, I did not even know we had. Super chat. Well, now you know. Now you've stumbled into a gold mine. You've stumbled into a gold mine. Thanks, man. If I catch any of my fans in here again, if I'm not here, there's going to be trouble. Please come See, back. See, Dutch, I was trying to tell you. Remember, Dutch, I was telling you that I was making millions off my marks, and here yeah. they are. Yeah. Making yeah. you all rich, too. What the hell? You're invited okay. back every week now. Trying to get back on track. What the hell were we even talking about? Do we even remember? Oh, you're too busy counting no. money. You don't know what you're talking about. Hell, y'all have made more money now than you've made in your last 108 podcast. Yeah. I don't think we've been doing 108 of these. I think we've been well, you won't be once I file an agreement with the FCC. I'll get your ass taken off the air. I think some cryptocurrency is coming in now, too. <laughs> by the way. I think we're getting donated. Just get a Bitcoin. What are they doing? They donating my AMC shares now? I got six thousand and six, by the way. Uh, DJ Not says, hey, "Don't worry, checks in the mail." There you go. Checks in. Y'all ain't gonna have a check if you keep giving these clowns your money. No offense, Dutch. Clowns, you know. You, All right, did clown. You a, did you call me a clown? Kenny? No, I called Rico Cheapo a clown. Not oh, you. Okay. Never you. And what about Sid? This well, Sid agrees with everything I say, so he's obviously not a clown. And he knows Corbin sucks. He exactly. knows that. We're, we're, yeah. We are right here, Kenny. That's why I said it's this, this right redheaded right. ginger here that doesn't seem to figure anything out. And oh, we got uh, one more mountain, mountain timer. Mountain timer just broke his record for donations. He's the cheapest fan I got. Claims thank, he just made 60 grand you, off AMC theaters, and now he's thank giving you, my money thank away. You, Brad. <laughs> Bite me, Brad. Bite me. We All right, Dutch. That. Dutch, do you have any other stories you would like to tell this fine evening? Well, I can't I can't top this story. <laughs> Kenny Poland coming on this show, blowing it up, begging for making you all, be, all kinds of money. Be on a street corner, <laughs> Kenny, and look with, with a guitar color. box open, just so collecting I, money. We need to put some glasses on like we're blind. Oh, yay. <laughs> Jingling it around. So <laughs> you know, we should have done that a long time ago, Kenny. Well, you should have. Passed the Pass the plate. Yeah. People go, people go to church. Right. And all of a sudden, they, you, you pass the plate at the end. Pa pass we the offering passed, plate. We should have passed, except the promoters we work for, hell, they would they would rob from that, too. 
Were you familiar with Jason Sanderson? They called him Wolfie. He was a multimillionaire promoter up north. Are you familiar with who he is? No. Well, I had the pleasure of doing a legend show with him. Oh, is that the guy that's a multi-millionaire promoter? Yeah. He booked me and Bobby Heenan and Ox Baker on the same show. So I had to go because I wanted to meet Bobby Heenan and Ox Baker. So I go up there and we go. Part of the rules is you got to go to his church. And you know me. (laughs) I haven't set foot in many of those since 1967. So uh, I wander into his church and they're passing an offering plate around. And, And I want you to know the preacher told the crowd full of legends and yeah, Coco Beware was there too. Um, um, Butcher Vashon, Ox Baker, Bobby Heenan, just all these legends are there. And they said when they're passing in, the offering plate around. In church. Do, in church. In church. In church. Okay. Oh, Ted DiBiase. Excuse me. Ted DiBiase was there. When they pass the offering plate around, the preacher stands up amongst all those criminals that were in that church. Please do not pass the plate to Brother Bolin. We would like to make some money today. And I didn't get. There you go. Sitting right next to Ted DiBiase, Butcher Vashon, Bobby Heenan, Ox Baker. They called me a criminal. Thought I'd steal from the church. Kenny, do you have a good prototype story? Prototype? Yeah. I don't know how many of them I can tell on this show with your all's rules and regulations, but what would you like to know about John Cena? I was going to just, Raju would like to know, uh, you know, best, what's your your best prototype story? Do you know what the the flying squirrel is? No. You don't want to know. You oh. just picture just picture something nasty that should not be told on the air. And he did a promo about the flying squirrel. They used to have promo class to where you would step. Pesci, you're fired. Um, you used to go in uh, for promo class. They would give you a scenario. They would say a squirrel, a cage, and a bucket. And then you would have to cut a promo about a squirrel, a cage, and a bucket. And he did a promo about the flying squirrel. And nobody in here wants to know what the flying squirrel was. So that's how he got everybody's attention in promo class. Nobody could out-promo him. They put him with me anyway. He did not need to be with me. Uh, and mainly, he just made fun of me. He could have got a lot more heat if he'd done like Rico, because I'm a, a, a well-known atheist, and Rico is a very well-known Catholic. And so Rico would pray before every match, and he would have me go get on my knees and pray with him before he's match. So the well-known atheist is praying with the Catholic, and then Cena's over there like we're all a bunch of idiots and uh, and making fun of me every chance he'd get. He said the reason that I didn't go to a SmackDown with him is because the seats weren't big enough on the plane because I was pushing 600 pounds back then, uh, not the sculptured 312 that I am today. And uh, and he said that I would hate the catering, the food was terrible, and there wouldn't be enough of it. So that was his excuse for me not going to SmackDown with him. And that those were good reasons for me. Bad seating and bad food. So would you be excited to see him return to face Roman Reigns at SummerSlam for the Universal Championship? Uh, anytime my guys are involved in main event matches, and not to brag about what a great manager I was, but a lot of my guys are up here still making all kinds of money. The Brock Lesnar's, the Randy Orton's, the John Cena's, the Dolph Ziggler's, the list goes on and on and on. And then if you name another manager from the state of Kentucky and you name everybody that he's got still in the business making money, and that list is going to be mighty thin. Would you agree with that, Mr. Mantel? Well, I don't want to knock anybody. Cause no, no, it's not like you to knock anybody. Not like you to knock anybody, but me. But that individual you talked about is still, I think, on speaking terms with me. And, and I think... Oh, is he? High- Really? Well, I I hadn't talked to him in three years, but I think. Well, I got news for you, Dutch. He's not on speaking terms with you. If you haven't spoke to him in three years, I haven't spoke to him in about four and a half. Okay. Well, but but don't feel bad. He doesn't speak to Jerry Jarrett either. Who could not speak to Jerry Jarrett? Jimmy Cornette told me that 
he yeah. taught you everything you know about the wrestling profession. Yeah. Well, he also told people that he paid for all my hospital bills and paid for my apartment, and neither one of those things are true either. So how much truth do you think is involved about teaching me everything that I know? Okay, how did you get into business anyway? How did I get in the business? Do you well? Let me tell you exactly how I got. I thought Cornette was going to get me in. Seven years goes by, that don't happen. I thought Lawler was going to get me in. Seven years goes by since Cornette got in, that still didn't happen. Bill Dundee did a podcast with me, and he says, "Well, I tell you what, brother." He says, "Jimmy Cornette never once put you over. Never said a word about you wanting to be in the business. God dang it, if I'd have known you, I'd have got you in." I said, "Well, I didn't think I needed you, Bill. I was best friends with Jerry Lawler and Jimmy Cornette." I didn't think I needed Bill Dundee, who barely knew me to get me in the business. And uh, Dutch, by the way, Dutch and I started working. Uh, what was the name of that company? Was it Ice, IWA? Is that what no, they were Ice, called? Ice was the company that arrested us. Yeah. That was Ice. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, so, you think I'd remember that. Yeah. Uh, but Dutch worked with me, and I just fell in love with Dutch's booking and his uh, tutoring. And even though I knew he hated my guts, uh, he still tried to help me. And every time we do, he'd do a promo against me. He said, because my real name at that time was Kenny Risen, and he knew that. But I knew I was changing my name to my birth name of Kenny Bolin. So he would go out there. Let me tell you something, Kenny Bolin. If that is your real name, and technically it was not, because I had not legally changed it. And I'm going, Dutch is just going to rat me out and just call me Kenny Risen one of these days. But uh, to his credit, he never did. And so I also remember. Go ahead. You're, say, you're saying I got you in the business. Um, no, actually, uh, you you taught me how to progress and advance in the business and not to expect too much. But because of your mouth, you'll probably make a little bit of money, but treat it like golf. That's. But this is going to be a lot less expensive for you than golf is what you told me. <laughs> actually, I was in line at a service merchandise pulling a switcheroo. I had bought one receiver and was returning back the cheaper version. So I was pulling a scam because that's what I was in 1987. And in behind me, in behind me at service merchandise stands Nick Goulas. I turn around three or four customers. Do you guys know who Nick Goulas is? Shame on you if you don't. Oh, my God. Look at the stunned look on their faces, Dutch. I know. Nick Nick Goulas was the dean. Yeah, he was the stingiest. He was that. Ever. That's ever been created never been one guy he had some mexican guys working there and they went up to him one day and he said mr nick we only make 70 dollars last week and nick said that damn boy they what you make what you save ain't how much you make it's how much you save (laughs) and and if you were being paid a percentage of the gate and uh, one of the top stars would go up and say, hey, uh, Nick, this looks a little light. Uh, We had about 4,000 people in here tonight. No, there wasn't that many paid tickets. Someone left the back door open. So that was his other excuse is to get out of paying on a big house. Uh, We didn't have that many bought tickets. Someone left the back door open. And that that excuse was used many times. But he's he's standing. I've never met Nick Goulas in my life. I've watched him on TV for years and years. And so I go back and introduce myself to him. And I said, man, I said, I've been watching you for years and years. I said, such a thrill to meet you. And and I'm getting ready to pull a scam. I'm trying to get a $500 receiver in exchange for a $112 receiver because that's the shit I did back then. So um, I go back, introduce myself to him. And he says, well, you and you and look, young man, he says, you seem like you've got some speaking ability. And uh, you got any connections in the wrestling business? I said, well, Jerry Lawler and Jimmy Cornette are two of my best friends. 
and you're not in the business yet. Well, I tell you what, young man, I'll put you in the business. I'm starting a new television show here and I'd like for you to, how'd you like to be the next Jerry Lawler? I said, well, we already got one of those, but I'd love to be a manager or an announcer or something like that. Can I do that for you? Sure. Come on down to the TV station. We're doing interviews. Uh, the job is yours. Just hired me at service merchandise. And uh, I was thrilled, man. I wasn't, I was in heaven. I'm, I'm in the business now. So I call Cornette and tell him, Jimmy says, my God, he says, Kenny, I have never even worked for Nick Goulas. So Jimmy wanted me to come up with a managerial gimmick to where I was going to wear a track suit and carry a rule book. And every time there was an infraction of the rules, I would flip open the rule book and, and point out to the referee screwed up. And then eventually in the match, take the rule book and crack somebody in the head and, and Dutch fell asleep. Uh, Dutch is no, I'm awake. I'm awake. I'm Yo, you're wide awake. Now go ahead. I'm just kidding you. Tell me what you anyway, know about Nick hey, Goulas. We, we went way over time anyway. Nah, I said we was going five hours. We're way well, we, we do have one question that I'd like to, to get in here from Greg. We've had a couple, a few more questions. So, yeah, Kenny, we'll have to get you back one of these days. Is there something that you managed that you feel should have been a bigger deal, like a Cena, like an Orton or something like that? Somebody who should I have been a Cena was the draw, not by wrestling a business, but, but wrestling ability. But I am more impressed by promos than I am wrestling ability. Uh, Jerry Lawler will tell you right up front that he didn't make it big in the wrestling business by what a great wrestler he was. He made it by what a great promo he was. Dutch Mantel, I don't know where he rates his wrestling ability. He's pretty damn good, but Dutch's promos got you into the building. Promos get you into the building. And if you don't have the promo, you can have all the wrestling ability in the world. Somebody better be able to cut that promo for you. And that's why I wanted to get into managing because I thought I could at least get them in the door and then let their wrestling ability take over from there. But as far as anybody being bigger, I thought Sylvester Turkey should have been bigger, but he had no promo skills whatsoever, even though I love him to death. Um, Who is that? So he was, uh, he I, was I, teamed I, with Elijah Burke. Sly Turkey, they called him in WWE. Sly Turkey. You guys know who he is? I've heard that. He, he was yeah. teamed with Elijah Burke. Now, you got to remember, he, he advanced up around 2002, maybe, 2001. And uh, he got uh, Bull Buchanan. I, he was my first ever WWE star that I sent up. Uh, I thought bigger things may have come for Bull Bull Buchanan. Uh, he's now a sheriff in Nashville, I think. He's probably arrested Dutch a few times. Stop it. <laughs> All right, once. And you see, it calms down, Kenny. And you, just, and you can't do that behind an elementary school anyway. You should have known better. No, it's a playground. <laughs> it wasn't elementary school. Right? Those were tricycle seats. You got to leave those alone. Yeah. Well, as long as there weren't kids around, you were fine. Okay, well, they, were, they weren't. Defeats so the let, purpose. Let's wrap, let's wrap this up. Mr. Yes, Rick. Uh, we do appreciate everybody who has uh, chimed in. Pesci, one more time, just to stick it to Kenny, one more again. Everybody that donated can, well, I won't go there, but we'll so settle we appreciate, on my show. We love all of you. Yeah. Kenny, this has been a blast. Uh, appreciate you. Just stop well, of course right. it has. You took uh, you long enough. Plug, pl plug whatever you got going on. He's talking about uh, the bowling alley. Uh, you can tune in, catch the bowling alley. God, I do three, four shows a week. Sometimes I just finished 107 in a row. We're raising money for the Louisville Metro area homeless and the Filipino typhoon victims. And regardless of what Dutch Mantel says, good chunk of that money goes for charity. <laughs> Even though he tried to expose me the other day. <laughs> I said, well, I got the right to keep all that money, Dutch. He said, now you've ratted yourself out. Uh, but no, but no, we honestly do. We donate every penny that's donated for the flood victims and the Louisville metro area homeless memberships is how I make my money. You guys are a big deal over here. You got 13,000 subscribers. I have a measly 2,750 uh, subscribers. You guys should be making a ton more money than me. And I'm, now that I've shown you how to do it, uh, I just went 40% of the gate and I'll be fine. There you go. He's a negotiator. 
by the way by the way make sure to order my book on amazon uh i'm a big 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 uh yeah i'm a big deal in the book business there you go there's a look at that dutch uh well wrong book hang on how about that book David? can it you you would you would order that wouldn't you oh in a heartbeat yeah well see there you go so yeah go on amazon.com or you can order them for me personally just write my inbox on facebook or twitter i'll sign it for you put in an autographed picture and uh send you uh a book and a couple of pictures for a measly 25 bucks. Dutch, where can people find you? Uh, Facebook is just prison. Prison usually our own leave. Uh, I get out passes on weekends sometimes. And uh, Twitter, Dirty D Mantel, our own, uh, I'm missing one. What is it? Something else. And my email address, Dirty Dutch Mantel with two L's at mm -hmm. gmail.com. So Sid, everything, you I, everything I'm on is at Starmaker Bowen. So I'm easy to find Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, wherever. Sid, how can we find you, Sid? Yeah, you got your show tomorrow. Plug it. Yes, you can find me on Twitter at True Heel SP3. You can follow the YouTube channel True Heel Heat. We're going live with True Heel Heat 133 with myself, Miss Chrissy Love, Top Guy JJ tomorrow. So check that out where we break down all the news across the wrestling world. So check out True Heel Heat. Check out my interview with Zach Gowan that's up on the Sports Heater Wrestling YouTube channel, as well as myself and Jeremy Bennett. We broke down the news earlier. He today. was with me in Ohio Valley Wrestling. So why don't I come over there and show you how to make some money on your show? There you go. Come on, there come you go. on over. There you go. I'll just do everybody's podcast and make you all money. I got so damn much money, I can't count it all anyway. So I'll just help you I'm, all make money. I'm, I'm going to do how much money you need. What, what can I send you in PayPal? Seven dollars. Seven? All right, you got it, man. That's all I need. I was gonna say I'm 33. I haven't figured out how to make money yet. Uh, you can follow me. You can follow me on Twitter at Ricky Chino. Spell like you see on the board there. Also, keep an eye on the Sports Keto Wrestling YouTube channel. Make sure to subscribe there. We are inching closer to 20,000 subscribers every day. Uh, this coming Monday, I'll be talking to Johnny Gargano ahead of his big NXT title match against Karrion Cross Tuesday. Uh, so that will drop Tuesday morning. And if I've been working the phones correctly, I'll have a little bit more surprises for you guys next week as well ahead of Money in the Bank. Guys, this has been an absolute blast. We appreciate everybody who has stayed the whole 90 minutes. I'm going to get yelled at because we went a half hour over. They'll well, get over it. They'll get over it. They'll, they'll, uh, see the, they'll see the Super Chat money. They'll be fine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We'll fine. We yeah, pay you, my PayPal, by the way, oh, cheapo, is Kenny Bolin at MSN.com. Uh, send it now just to make sure you don't forget. I'm sorry, you broke up. What'd you say? Mm -hmm, that's what I thought. Yeah, Dutch reminded. I'm going through a time. I, 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 I'll see you guys next week. <laughs>